Good stuff, right? Trevor didn't tell the whole story. Where's this wedding going to take place? St. Thomas. Yeah. You see, but I want him to know he's going. They asked me first, but I don't fly. Because <laughs> so, you know, I don't want him to get to thinking too much of himself, you know. No, that's my guy. You all know that. All right, listen to me very clear here, okay? You, I told you all at the beginning of the month that these messages are like a prophet, prophetic messages. You don't need to know the names. Just this week, one of our members, grandbaby, mother was shot and killed. Just this week, I don't believe in steps. Uh, one of our members yesterday, before, you don't need to know the names, committed suicide. All right? We're talking about this week, and you all know all the other stuff's been going on. You are never free of ministry. You've heard me say many times, it's never all going to be always all right in your life. The reason I say that is because stuff can be going wrong in other people's lives, and we are there to minister to those people. Do you understand what I'm saying? And the ministries, and we get these messages a week ahead of time. This message today, is, I'm, I keep going back, keep going back with messages that are trying to empower us and to help us to deal with life and life's issues. You've heard me say it, and some of you laugh when you say it, but it ain't no laughing matter. If you haven't experienced tragedy in your life or adversity in your life, you keep living. Because to somebody else's tragedy affects your life. And so we here are built on a solid rock, a solid foundation, so that we are able to help others when they stand in the need. People say all the time, I hear them all the time saying, you know, uh, well, all they need is Jesus. No, they need you. You see, when I was going through all of the uh, situations and circumstances the first time dealing with cancer, and some folks didn't understand it because I don't read them because I've got a flip phone, they were sending me scriptures. I'm flipping them off. I didn't need a scripture. The people that really made me feel good were the people said, praying for your pastor, love you. I needed the love of folks around me. I had the scripture now, but I needed a human. I hear God's voice, but I needed a human voice. Are y'all with me? And so you've heard me do this, and I, I'll keep doing it until I get tired of doing it, and I'm not influenced by the Holy Spirit to do it. Paul says something to us. He says, but I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you, your care for me has flourished again. We need people to care for us. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to be about. We need people to care for us. The young man said, church family. And sometimes, let's be real, your family ain't got it. And you need church family. All right, you, you don't get to choose your biological family. 
but you can choose your spiritual family. God gave them to you. And he says what? Wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. He said they were, he said he understood that. He's talking to church people, but they lacked opportunity. And he says, not that I speak in respect of want. Now, this is very careful. I want you to get this today. Not that I speak that I need something and want. But then he said what? For I have learned in whatsoever state I am therewith to be content. He says, I have learnt, and I want you all to understand that. He says, I have learnt to whatever situation or circumstance come up in my life to be what? Content. To be what? Content. Content. Let me tell you all something. Some things are life. It's life. And Pastor keeps telling you, it's life. It, you know, and we got to understand that we need to learn how to handle the circumstances in life. None of you knew. None of these people knew what they was going to deal with this week. None of them. Guess what? You don't know what you're going to have to deal with this week. You don't know what you had to deal with this afternoon. But the gospel teaches us, like Paul, I want to be like Paul. He says, I've learned to whatever state I'm in, therefore to be content. There are going to be some times that I got some rough stuff going on in my life. I got to learn how to handle it. There's going to be some times when everything's going good. I got to learn how to handle it. I have taught you all for years this phrase. Handle your mountains and your valleys the same because they're both just temporary. When I'm up, it's temporary. When I'm down, it's temporary. So I don't get excited when I get too up, and I don't fall apart when I get too low because it's just a temporary thing. It's called life. And it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. You need to learn that. Sometimes you are little kids. I remember... It never happened to me, but I remember some of the little kids crying, Brother Trevor, because they couldn't make the team. That's devastating to them. So they got to learn it. And then some of us who made it, you see, guess what? Well, we made it. We were excited about it. Got injured. Got to handle your business. You are, there's a lot of young couples in here. And... Uh, and married couples in here, let me tell you, guys, when you are the apple of her eye, there's going to be a time when she's like, uh, don't you have some place to go? <laughs> or vice versa. Because I ain't speaking to you right now. Oh, I've been, in 52, I've been married 53 years. 53 years, all right? Guess what? Say what, Pastor? I've been where all y'all at. So I know what I'm talking about. It's, everything's temporary. So you, you just better, sometimes it's good to, it'll be okay. It's a temporary thing. You see, ladies, gentlemen, we need to give ourselves time to get over stuff. Pastor talks about grief all the time. Grief is necessary, but it's temporary. Joy is necessary, 
but it's temporary. Do you understand? Am I teaching you something? Keep going. Verse 12, I know both how to be abased yes. and I know how to abound. He knows both ways. You better learn them both ways. Okay? Everywhere and in all things, I am instructed both to be full. You better learn how to handle it when you're full. And, and you better learn how to handle it when you're hungry. That's right. Because they're both temporary. Yeah, you're full. I ain't talking about your stomach. You're full with company and excitement and energy. And then there could be a time when you're hungry for that excitement. You see, you can be full, you know, it's Christmas times and a lot of people are at the table and it's full last year, but they'll tell you how empty it's going to be this year. It's temporary. It's temporary. And Paul says you better learn. And he was the greatest Christian that ever lived. He said you better learn it. And the people who can handle the ups and downs, those are your winners. You got to learn it. All right? Then he says, both to abound and to suffer need. And then there's going to be time to suffer need. Somebody in this church right now could be suffering the need. You're lonely? Yeah, I wish I just had somebody in my life right now. Sometimes God lets you suffer need so that you appreciate it when you get full. And then sometimes, listen to me very carefully when I say this, sometimes he'll let you suffer need because he wants your attention. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes we get distracted when we got everything that we forget who he is. Are you with me? I can do all things through Christ which strengthened me. And you better get it. If there's one scripture in there for Christian folks, you better get this. I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. I can handle loss and I can handle gain. You see, there was a time when I used to just boast about how healthy I was. Now I'd go to the gym three miles from my house. I'd run three miles down at the gym, work out, and run three miles back. Yeah. Now I'm trying to keep my 10, seven to 10,000 steps in. It's life. It's life. You see, I have so many doctor's appointments that I'm like, hey, y'all, I must be paying for somebody's house up in here. Well, there was a time when I didn't need to go to the doctor. It's a pillar of health. And then all at once, for the last few years, I got appointments every month. We just checking. You see? You got to learn how to handle it. You see? You understand what I'm saying? All right. Verse 19 says, but my God shall supply all your needs. My God shall supply what? All your needs. All your needs. That's right. If you need comfort, he's there. In your moments of grief, he's there. In your moments of joy, He's there. He gives you all your needs. And get this, people. Some of you want something you don't need. And you're wondering why he hasn't given it to you? Because he said, you don't need it. Right now, you don't need to do anything but take care of your responsibilities that are in front of you. You don't need to add anything to it. Or she trapped. But he'll take care of your needs. All right? 
That's even your doctor's appointments and your nurses and, and all the people that deal with you. You see? Your friends, family. He'll give you what you need. You don't get to choose them, but he'll give you what you need. There's a lot of people that don't care for Pastor Fields the way he's coaching spiritually is. You see, God ain't changing me. Ask me why. Because you need me like I am. If he wanted you to have somebody else, he'd have sent you someplace else. No, I didn't get much out of that, huh? Yeah. All right, here we go. Again, God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Since Christ Since I didn't Jesus. get enough out of that, I don't need some of them. Well. But he's saying, I need them. That's right. Listen to me very carefully. This is fact, and some of you knew who you are. This is a fact in here. You know, I can't stand chaos, confusion, and laziness. I'm going to go, go, go. That's what track coaches do. But sometimes he puts them people in my life to humble me and to calm me down and to say, wait a minute, take your time. Because some folks need milk, not meat. All right, so it goes from the pulpit all the way back to the back. Here we go. That's right. Now, the commentary we have here tells us God wants your heart, trust, in your fullest confidence. God wants, God wants your heart. Mm -hmm. That's why the Bible says guard your heart. He wants your trust, and he wants your fullness, confidence, and he will make you wiser than your enemies. That's right. God will make you wiser than your enemies. You see, those are the people that are trying to steal and to take from you. God will make you wiser than your enemies. You see? And I love that. God will make you wiser than your enemies. And he will make you a master over your circumstances. You should be able to master your circumstances. And some of you know what I'm talking about. You're going through some real tough times right now. You're grieving right now, but he will give you the strength to master the situations and the circumstances that are in your life right now because you are master of your circumstances. Do you understand what I'm saying? And those that are doing the clapping, they know that they've been through some stuff. They know exactly what I'm talking about. And some are going through it today. And Lord brought me here. He knew what was going to happen. On this day, who would be sitting in here? And there's some that should be sitting here that are not here today. And they're going to miss the message from God because God will tell them, you're going to sink in your circumstances because you didn't do what I told you to do. And all thy ways be acknowledged by him. And he will direct your path. And he was trying to direct them to get to church this morning. And they didn't get to church this morning, and so their circumstance is going to master them because they didn't hear the preacher that God sent to tell them that he will give them what they need to master their circumstances. You see? And the Bible, and, and when the Bible tells us, it's telling us then what? We're going to have circumstances. We're going to have trouble, trials, and tribulations. That's why we need him. People, people, we've got to get this. You've got to teach your kids this. I'm talking, I wish I'd have learned this from here. Most of us have made mistakes because our circumstances mastered us. Loneliness was a circumstance and it mastered us and we got hooked up to the wrong somebody. You see, we got hooked up unleakily yoked. Come on here, church. You understand? Financially. We should have mastered our circumstances. We didn't. Our circumstances mastered us, and now we are in bankruptcy or in poverty. Amen. 
All right? Here we go. Psalms 23.1. And see, here, listen to me. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not lack. And we get carried away with, I shall not lack. You know what that means? That means I don't lack power. I don't lack wisdom. I don't lack mastery. You see, it's not all about your belly. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That's one of the oldest. A shepherd always gives his sheep what they need. He protects them, leads and guides them, but still waters. Puts them in green pastures. And he said that. We say that. I don't know why we do that at funerals. I don't know why they ever use that, because you ain't got a need of that. You see, that's for here today. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You see? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I say that to myself when I get ready to go through some circumstances, situations, I'm going to be okay. Because my shepherd will not leave me in want. You see? So sometimes when I think I'm in need, he's telling me, you're off base. I give you everything. I'm your shepherd. I'm your shepherd. All right. Well, Psalms 27 and 1. Thank you. And I'm doing this because I want you to walk out. All the stuff that's done happened in the last three months in this church that people's involved in, you one of these days, if, if you don't get it, I'm going to have them all come up and tell you what real circumstance and what, what it really is. You folks sitting up in church having hallelujah and jumping down. No, no, no. One day it ain't going to be that way. You see, so you need to get this and you need to get it now. So when the time comes and your circumstances rise above you, okay, then you can say that scripture in the Psalms where God will put you up on a rock higher than yourself. You see, because right now I'm at a low state in my mind. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. All right, now I'm dealing with the pains of life and circumstances of life. And Lord, I can't, I can't, right now I'm at a low state. But I heard the preacher say that you will lift me up and put me up on a rock higher than myself. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I use it. I use it. And let me tell you something. There's going to be some low times in your life. But you got to ask it. God, you got to, let me tell him this. Young man, David, uh, David, Devin, I'm going to talk to Devin because me and him are tight. There's going to be a time when you're going to get into a confrontation with your wife. And you're going to have to say, Lord, get me out of myself and lift me up on a rock higher than my selfish self. And let me get an understanding and not lean to my own understanding. But acknowledge what you would have me to do. All of you need that. You gotta do that. You understand what I'm saying? All right, all right. This is good preaching. I don't care if nobody claps their hands. It's good. good. <laughs> really good. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Who's your light? The Lord. So why are you walking in darkness? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom should I be afraid? We got to learn this. And light really means wisdom. So when I'm in a dark place and my circumstances have got me in a dark place, I got to say the Lord is my light. I can see my way through this darkness that I'm going through right now. Because you're going to have some dark times in your life. You see, they're going to be, you see, uh, 
I, I, I love sports, okay? Uh, there's no undefeated teams left, I don't think, in football. The last one got, you know, and everybody is talking about, oh, we got an easy game today. I guess you, the head man's telling them there ain't no easy games. The pastor's telling you life might be easy today, but when you got to go in that arena, you ain't guaranteed no win. You better be able to handle wins and losses because that's how it goes. You understand what I'm saying? The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Let me tell you, Satan wants a toehold, then he gets a foothold, then he wants a stronghold, but not us because the Lord is our stronghold in our life. Whom should we be afraid? We're not afraid of Satan because God is our stronghold of our life. So we don't walk around scared. You see? And light means wisdom. I want to go back to that. Light means wisdom. Say that. Light, light means, means wisdom. wisdom. All right? I, I have, have no fear of anything. You, is that the commentary we're coming yes. to? Go ahead. Yes, I have no fear then of anything that can happen because the Lord is strength of my life. The Lord is the strength. Is he the strength of your life? Yes. Then what are you afraid of? You see, there's going to be news. There's some good news and some bad news. You just heard the good news, the bad news. Do you know everybody in here is going to get sick with something? Yeah, everybody in here is going to get sick with something. You don't get out of this alive. <laughs> yeah, that, that don't work that way. Everybody in here is going to get sick. And some of us, we've done dealt with the cancer and the chemos and all of this stuff. We're here, but we went through something. We had a circumstance, and we felt very impotent to that circumstance because there's nothing we could do. And some of us, I can only speak for me, asked, Lord, why me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, well, why not you? Guess why he said that? Because we're standing in victory. Somebody's got to stand in victory. See, you can't get up here and talk about the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? And you scared because God knows. God knows that I was, was really upset with him. And I told you all that, right? Because see, some of these preachers walk on water, I get a boat. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh-uh. Amen. See, he's given me a gift to teach. And he's given me a gift to be anointed. But life happens. Life happens. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. Continuing with the commentary. Because he is strength. Because he is what? Strength. Because he is what? Strength. Who's your strength? God. All right. No matter the condition, whether physically. Now, I want you to stop there. No matter what condition. There's going to be physical conditions, people. It's no matter what the condition. He's your strength, spiritually. You ever felt so down deep in your spirit that you just got sick. A lot of people don't know this, but when you've, if you've never been to, to a pain and you went through something, you feel like you're sick and you don't want to throw up. Yes. That's, that's your spirit. Yes. You see, some of you haven't suffered that yet, but if you suffer a loss like some of these people have suffered a loss, they'll tell you they, they, it ain't hurting them here, it's hurting them here. It's in their spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you need him. You need him physically, spiritually, and good Lord knows we need him mentally. We need him mentally. And right now, we've, we, you can't turn your TV on, on the news and they're not talking about mental illness in this country. Mental illness is on every news thing in this country. You see, so we need him mentally. Take a deep breath. 
Some of you need him financially because you're making some terrible mistakes. So I need him physically. I need him spiritually. I need him mentally. I need him financially. Go ahead and read it. Your assistance and support is at hand. It's right there at hand. It's him. You see, you need to pray about everything. Pray about everything. That's right. I need your help, Lord, today. I need your help today. I get up in the mornings on Sunday mornings. I just do it because I want to do it. And I go to McDonald's, get coffee, and get a little breakfast type thing. Okay? I do it every morning. My spirit told me, don't go this morning. Ask me if I went. Absolutely not. The spirit will tell you when to go, when to stay. You see, you could not see out there early this morning as I get up, you see. So that car that was coming is going to run that red light or that one that I wasn't going to see, I missed it because I listened to the spirit. Because sometimes he talks to me about my physical body. And then sometimes he talks to me about my spiritual body. And sometimes he talks to me about my mental body. All right, some of you didn't get that, but you'll, you'll learn. It's better to learn from me than to learn from your circumstance. Because if you learn from your circumstance, too late. Go ahead. Your strength is God's ability at your disposal. Your strength is God's ability at your disposal. You've got to live under God's ability. It'll only take you so far. You only have the ability. I told somebody something once. They were going through a lot of stuff. And, you know, I'm one of the very few pastors that believe in psychology and psychiatry. All right? I told them, I said, you know, I'm praying for you. We're praying together. But you need to see a psychologist and, and, and talk some of that stuff out because you're taking too many hits. How many of you know anything about boxing? When they take too many hits, what happens to them? They stop it. Because you can only take so many hits, you see. Why do you think God put these people here? God's worked through me. I think I went to, was it this week or last week? I went to the doctor. Everything's good. Here we go again. Everything is good. You see? All right? And, and, and in his healing, healing, he uses medication. He uses that. And see, do I look pretty good? Yes. Guess what happened? I had to go buy new clothes. I lost so much weight when I was going through that other thing. So I'm at a real healthy weight. So what he done is said, hey, I'll bless you. You worry about your size. I'll take care of that. Are y'all with me? Because he took care of me physically. I'm at a healthy weight now for me. Some of you all didn't know that. And here I was at one time at 194. Because, you know, men can dress around it. Now, what did I look like? 5'7 and 194 pounds. You see? I'm healthy now. Weight's right. He cares about my physical. You understand? And mentally, sometimes, it gets to be a little much. Because some of the telephone calls, you get it at my telephone. I had, listen to me, everybody call me. When you got a problem, call me. Don't get silly. Tell me, I don't want to bother the pastor. Pastor's putting your life to be bothered. I have praying partners. And what I pray, have my praying partners, and most of them out of town, y'all know Brother Fred's in D.C. 
said, pray that I get refilled because I'm leaking. Because there ain't no way in the world I can watch my people suffer and me not suffer. So he prayed for me. So I'm refilled. Because I leak. I'm a pretty powerful guy. You don't think you need it? You don't think you leak? You leak physically. You leak spiritually. You leak mentally. But God ability. Now listen to me. Didn't I just get to tell you what wisdom is? Mm-hmm. I'm teaching you something here. Uh-huh. Wisdom tells you who to go to. That's right. Let me tell y'all something. These people talk in church and they get, if God would come down here in this pulpit, we would get up out of here. Did he not do that? They didn't even want to talk to Moses. You remember Moses went up that mount and they said, we want to talk to, we don't want to talk to Moses anymore. We want to talk to God. Read your Bible. They kept saying it. So God talked. His voice talked. What happened? They got to running and hiding. Wait a minute. The mountains got to shaking. The earth got to shaking. And guess what they said? We want Pastor Fields. We want Pastor Fields. He's got people here. All right. All right. Now, Psalms 56, verse 9 and 11. My enemies will turn back when I call for help. By this I will know that God is for me. Where's your enemies at? You ought not be able to see them. The Bible said my enemies would do what? Turn back. You can't see them because we don't look back. Quit talking about those people on those jobs and pray to God. He'll move them out of the way. Or some or these other folks that's in your life. That's right. All right. In God I trust and am not afraid. In God I trust and I'm not afraid. What can man do to me? Teach your children that. Trust in God. All right? Isn't it something how we admire all these other, these athletes and these other people in business, but we don't think we got what they got. You bigger than them. You bigger than them. You know, you're bigger than them. You don't need the money they got. Most of us couldn't handle Mahone's contract. Because I could sure find something to do on Sunday if I had half a billion dollars. But guess what? I got more than he's got. I'm bigger than he is. I'm more famous than he is. When he he throws for a touchdown, they have what? 80,000 people or 70,000 people rejoicing? When I gave my life to Christ, the whole kingdom of God. That's what the Bible says. The whole kingdom of God was looking and rejoicing because one has came to him. All right, good. So this commentary says, this I know, that God is for me, and God I have put my trust. Who's for you? God. It's for me. And that's where I put my trust. And I'm going to take my time because I want to make sure I get the uh, I am with thee part. Okay. Bye. So again, he says, I will not be afraid what man can do to me. All right, next one. Psalms 46 and 1. God is our refuge and our strength, our ever-present help in trouble. That's the scripture. Guess what that's telling you? You're going to have troubles. That's what it says. Psalms 46 and 1. God is our refuge and our strength, and even present help, an ever-present help in trouble. That means you're going to have trouble. But he's there. There's going to be trouble. It amazes me when something happens and people go around 
talk about, Brother Jason, talk about, why did that happen to me? What did I do? I'm not in his life. There's going to be some trouble. But he's my strength in my trouble. There's going to be trouble. And Pastor Fields tells you all the time, trouble will find you. And if you keep living long enough, you will experience what I'm saying. Trouble, trouble, trouble. But you will be able to sustain no matter what your circumstance is and what the trouble is. You'll get through it. You don't think so now, but you'll get through it. Here's my scripture, and I'm getting ready to die. Isaiah 41 and 10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. Who are you afraid of? What are you afraid of? God is your strength in times of trouble. Now notice this sentence. I am with thee. He is in the home. Say that. He is in my home. He is in my home. He is on my job. He is on my job. He is in my children's school. You need to tell your kids that when they go. I want God with me. Pray for your children. I want God to go into school. Can I say it? Yes. The cops were afraid to go in there. He's not. But they put him out, didn't they? Come on. They put him out of school. Might want to put the cops out and put him in. Keep going. In essence, that's not going to be a popular thing when, I, when people hear me. Go ahead. <laughs> In essence, fear thou not, for I am God Almighty, Creator of the universe. So he created the universe, and he can't handle your issues. Keep going. I am your father. I am watching over you. This is my commentary. I'm your father. I'm watching over you. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I know. I am of no other. I read that wrong. I got all excited. <laughs> I know of no other statement. No other statement. In scripture that thrills me like that. That one just thrills me. When you get ready and that doctor tells you you're going to get some bad news, it's going to happen to everybody in here. Sooner or later, you're going to get some bad news. Get that scripture out. Pray the scripture. Sometimes I lay in bed, Brother Logan, when I'm someplace, and I said, My God, you said. You said, you said, this is the last time, Brother Isaac, Brother Paul, they told me, well, this will give you 24 months. Really? No, last, last week, week four last week, last week. This will give you 24 months. And then, and then they said, well, and then that, this, this, it might add five more months. Isn't that something? Thank y'all for giving me 24 months. <laughs> God, thank you for giving me 10 years. That's right. Amen. And I just love it that he picked me to do it because I have a sense of humor with it. Yeah. 24 months? Are you kidding me? I told my doctor, you know, I got a new wardrobe. I can't be going to 24 months. <laughs> you got to laugh at it. They don't have the last say. 
Don't let them have the last say. My God has the last say. You see what I'm saying? Continuing, it says, I am thy God, thy Father God, the strength of your life. Who's the strength of your life? God. Who's the strength of your life? God. Who's the strength of your life? God. Then you need to let him be the strength of your life. Who's your wisdom? God. Who's your wisdom? God. Who's your wisdom? God. Who's your ability? God. Who? God. Who's your bread provider? God. Who's your caretaker? God. Well, that's all you need. Right. Give God a hand clap. That's right. And when he whispers in my ear, I will be your strength no matter what work you need. He tells me that. Mm -hmm. He's my physical strength. You can be rest. He is your sufficiency. He's your sufficiency. If it is mental Listen to me. Some of you young people in here, do the work. But God will help you. He'll help you get them grades. But you got to do the work. You can't just sit and pray. You got to do the work. And if you don't know it, he'll send a tutor. All right, here we go. If it is mental strength, he meets you. If it's mental strength, he needs you. And, if it's and most of the people that are failing don't know him. If you don't know him, mentally life will break you down. But if you know him, he'll be your mental strength. Because life's tough. And if it is spiritual strength, that will give you courage to face the impossibilities he if, is if, there. Listen, he'll give you spiritual strength in place and the courage to face impossibilities. Some of you ain't been there, but some know what I'm talking about. You, it sounds like you'll get some news that just like it's just impossible to, to chew to help. It gets down in your stomach and you just feel like you want to throw up. And you just want to, you, and you want to think it's a dream. And you want to want, this has got to be a bad dream. I just want to wake up. And this is not true. Then you'll know what I'm talking about here. Because he's the only one that can give you the strength to deal with that and the courage to deal with that. Because it's impossible to deal with some of the things that life throws on us. It's impossible to deal with some of the circumstances that we go through life. We just need to know he's there. All right, one more and I'm done. You notice I am with thee. And I like that. Say that. God said I am with thee. No, God said, I am with thee. God says, I am with thee. Again. God says, I am with thee. All right. But that is in the old covenant. Mm -hmm. Now he says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the Tricked world. Tricked it, didn't it? <laughs> he used to be with them. He's in us. Come on, give God a hand clap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 